0: Well, good afternoon, everyone. Happy to have you along. I'm your host, Dwight Henry. This is the chat, and I'm very delighted and excited to have him in studio with me today a long-time friend of mine who uh, you're going to. Some of you already know already, I'm sure, but you're going to enjoy getting to know him better. Steve Looper is the pastor of Hope in Christ Fellowship in Monterey, and does lots of other things in ministry, including chaplaincy. Steve, hey, buddy, how are you, Dwight? I'm doing good, thank you so much. I know, I know, you are busy, busy, busy. Covering a lot of ground and a lot of geography and doing a lot of things, but thanks for taking time to visit with us it's today. It's my I appreciate honor. That. It's my honor. We really do. Uh, tell me about. I want to talk about your, the church you pastor. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the chaplaincy work that you do, uh, and uh, just your your background as a as, as a member of the Looper family. I mean, what right. a legacy up there. But I want. I like to know first of all, Stephen. I know audience would who may not know the story. Did you grow up in, in a Christian atmosphere, Christian home? I yes. mean, is that, is that talk about that? Well, yeah. Uh,
1: now, uh, talk about that a little bit. So my dad, Jennings Looper, and his wife, my mother, Joanna Looper, yeah. I was raised in Fentress County, Clark Range. Uh, mom and dad were both saved at an early age, so we grew up uh, in a Christian home. And uh, dad was actually a, a deacon in our home church. I grew up at Columbia Hill Baptist Church in Overton County, just outside of Monterey. Um started uh started playing music with uh coleman looper and the Way travelers when i was 15 uh, which we traveled all over the u.s and had some great great times with coleman and his family Uh, then met my now wife michelle who is coleman's niece and uh and we got married 33 years ago Uh, so prior to us getting married i began playing uh, piano for her mother brenda ray Oh, in, yeah. yeah. In their group. Oh, yeah. And so uh, we were having a ball traveling and singing. You traveled all over the place. All over the place. And uh, at age 25, the Lord decided he wanted me to do something different other than just play music. He called me to preach. 25 years old. Yeah, 25 years old. Um, my home church, Columbia Hill, uh, yeah. licensed me and ordained me. That was in Pinterest County? Um, was
0: Overton. Overton County. Overton County, okay, County. yeah.
1: Yeah. And so, uh, was ordained, if I'm not mistaken, in April of '94. Yeah, and pastored my first church the end of the next month, May 1994. No kidding, little country church in the age of Morgan County. Oh yeah, Chestnut Ridge community yeah. called Friends Chapel, and uh, we've been pastoring and ministering ever since. How About
0: that, now you and so weren't we blessed? I'm like you. I tell everybody I started going to church nine months before I was born. Absolutely. Uh, now, there was a couple of years when I first went away to college that, uh, that if somebody accused me of being a Christian, there would have been enough evidence to right. convict me. But, uh, but we're, aren't we, as we look back on our lives, Steve, aren't we blessed to have had Christian parents and and who who who, in spite of the fact that I resisted it when I got to be a teenager, right. kept us in that environment, kept mm-hmm. us exposed to the gospel, kept us in church.
1: What a blessing that that yes. was. As you said, there you you went to church nine months before you were ever born. Yeah, I was preaching revival at a little country church a few years ago. Uh, in in Ventress County, and so a lot of folks there knew me, and as I was preaching in the message, uh, in in the introduction part, I was trying to break the ice, and I said, yeah, many of you may not know this, but growing up, I had a real bad drug problem. And I saw their eyebrows raising, thinking, "We never knew that about Steve." And I said, "Yeah, Mom and Daddy drug me to church every Sunday morning, every Sunday night, every Wednesday night, whether well, you wanted to
0: go or not." Yeah, and you yeah. didn't get
1: to vote; you just but, went. But I wanted to go. Oh you yeah, know, we enjoyed that upbringing.
0: Yeah, what, how, what a blessing. Now, you said something, Steve. I want to come back to because I mean, there are people, and I've been there myself. And you know, when when you when you you know you you. You want to do the will of the Lord, and sometimes you say, Lord, is that you or is that me? Uh, and we want to be able to discern right and and, and and take the right steps. You said when you were 25 years old, mm-hmm. and you'd been in church basically your whole life. Yes, sir. You'd been playing gospel music for 10 years, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, already. Well, how did you know what how, when you, when you came to that decision? God had put His call on your life to be a minister, a preacher of the gospel. Right? Tell me how that happened. I mean, walk me through that.
1: I've heard a lot of testimonies and stories yeah. of men talking about their call to preach. Uh, we were in a Sunday night uh, church service at my wife's uncle's church where he pastored, her uncle, Pharaoh Looper, okay. and we were in that service. And uh, about midway through, the service was just going great. The Spirit of God was moving in a powerful yeah. way. And I, I knew the voice of God. Yeah, And God just spoke clearly to uh, to me and basically said, Steve, I want you to preach the gospel. You knew that in your heart. Knew it right then.
0: Not audibly, but in your heart's louder than that, isn't it? Exactly. It, yeah.
1: And and I, you know, my testimony is I didn't run from that calling. Yeah. Uh, when service was over that night, I went forward. And said, folks, the Lord has called me to preach.
0: When you were 25 years old. 25
1: years old. Wow. Two weeks later, I preached my first sermon at my home church there at Columbia Hill. No kidding. And we haven't slowed down since.
0: What about that? Yeah. What, what, a, great, what a great testimony and what a great story. Yeah. And then you went on and you've uh, you've served as, as head pastor and, and you yeah. are now.
1: And you served you served as youth pastor over in kind of my original mm-hmm. Naked of Woods, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, over in Madisonville yeah. watching Chapel Baptist Church. Yeah. Served three years over there and just had a great time. God really blessed.
0: Yeah. And then, and now let's talk a little bit about, uh, by the way, Steve Looper is my guest today, my longtime friend, Steve Looper. We're happy to have you with us on your chat. I'm your host, Dwight Henry. Hope and Christ Fellowship. How did that, and that's in Monterey, by it's the way. It's in Monterey, yes. Sir. Uh, and and, and uh, the woods are full of loopers in Monterey. That is a fact.
1: <laughs> loopers and Phillipses and Nards and Bowmans that's just right. about rule the place. That's, right. that's
0: exactly <laughs> right. And now, uh, uh, Hope and Christ Fellowship. Uh, talk about when that came about. How the Lord led you to that? Okay, uh, pastored
1: the first church for thirteen years. Yeah, uh, left there, went to Madisonville and served three years in youth ministry. After being a lead pastor for thirteen years, uh, left there, served a one year term back in Fentress County, and then we took a we took a three year break. And uh, we came down to cookville and and hung out at the river for three years, waiting on our next assignment all right
0: here in here in Cookville, yeah, Steve taboo, yes, wow, yeah, great man great 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 guy yeah. great pastor
1: god God was telling us that he was going to use us to plan a new work. I just didn't know where, and I didn't know when, okay, so we rested for three years as we was waiting on him to tell us where and uh, at the end of three years he said plant now and plant in Monterey. Is that right. Eight years ago. Eight years ago, the end of July wow. twenty fourteen, we planted hope in Christ fellows. You
0: know, that is part of Steve Zabu's heart, as you yes. know. I mean yeah, he in fact I tell the story at first time I – when I guess when Steve uh, first time I ever met Steve he came to my office one day and he said uh, he said to well, here so he introduced himself and we had a good talk and he said, Well, I wanna start this church here and then we want that and we'll plant one here, and we'll plant one here, and we'll plant mm-hmm. one here and and I and I didn't say this to him. I've told him since then. I said, Steve, I thought you were um you were either the most visionary person I'd ever met right. or you really needed some medicine. <laughs> and he laughed about Uh, like you did and he said he said actually both probably a little of both (laughs) but so so i didn't know that you spent some time at the river under steve taboo Mm -hmm. and and that just sort of uh watered the desire in your heart to plant a church and get started and we want to learn more about that when we come back okay awesome happy to have you with us today my guest is steve looper we're back with more on the chat in just a moment we're back on the chat, and happy to have you with us. My guest today, is Steve Looper, pastor of the Hope and Christ Fellowship in Monterey, and uh, you were telling your story there, Steve, about uh, the, your pastor experience, both as a youth pastor and lead pastor, and then you and then you took a pause, to pastor, mm-hmm. and and attended the River Church here in uh, here in Cookville Correct. under Steve Taboo and that great staff out there. But you knew in your heart all along. That there was more pastoring in your future, specifically to do something you'd not done before, and that's to plant or to start a
1: new church. Correct. Uh, I've said time and time and time again. The last thing Monterey needed was another church. <laughs> Monterey's blessed with churches. Oh well, yeah. You've heard the term. You know the term. There's a church on every corner. Literally, yeah, there, there is. There really is. Up there. Uh,
0: and but, then, and they even somewhere they're not corners.
1: Right. <laughs> but Monterey had not had a new church plant in uh, probably 25 or 30 years. So it was God's vision for us to go there. Yeah. And and it's just been tremendous. Uh, ever since yeah. uh, we, uh, you know, we were met with welcome arms, yeah. and and our our vision was not to take away from anything that was going on already in Monterey. Yeah. Our heart was to establish a new church and reach the unchurched. We yes. wanted to take Jesus to those who wow. did not yet know Jesus. We we didn't pursue transfer growth. We wanted organic growth. Sure, of us reaching people with the gospel, and as they become saved, we'd baptize them, begin to disciple them, and and grow them. And uh, it's been growing great for eight years. We are in a great season right now.
0: So you started this church was planted the Hope and Cross Fellowship eight years ago. Eight years ago in July wow. of twenty fourteen. you know that, and that was something that uh, while you had pastored before, you'd never planted one. I mean, starting literally from the ground up, or maybe below the ground up.
1: You know, actually, the first church I ever pastored it had it had been started back in nineteen forty eight. Yeah, and in nineteen ninety two, it had closed. Because failure to thrive, yeah, and it had that building had set closed for two years, and when First Baptist Jamestown called me as a missions pastor, I went down there and we actually started that from scratch. Did you? But we had a building, yeah, and it was a much easier uh, uh, start, yeah. But God really blessed us there as well.
0: You said something that, that kind of struck my heart, Steve, a minute ago. You wanted to grow organically, and you didn't pursue. Uh, Transfers, although you welcomed them, I'm sure if they came. But, but that you had a burden in your heart, a desire in your heart to see people under the Lord. Yes, you know, I think, and and I'm talking about Dwight Henry now, but I think the body in Christ as a whole. Uh, you know the Bible says, Steve, that we're all called to be ministers of reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all don't play bass guitars, or we all don't sing, or whatever else, but we are all called to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. And and you know, and 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 I think that's where the Body of Christ has missed it. I, I was I'm teaching currently a uh, a discipleship evangelism course in our Bible school at Living Hope Church,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I've just read it a couple of weeks ago where. whatever the average Christian is, I don't know how they define that, but the average Christian leads a person one-on-one to the Lord once every 33 years. Wow. Once every 33 years. We just don't about, and, and, and there's a lot of statistics I recall, but only about one of the, one or two percent of the people who receive Christ and will receive them inside the church service. True, the large share of them that receive Christ are from a friend, or a relative, or somebody else who sits down with them and shares the gospel. Uh, yes. and and that and and uh, so that was kind of a so we we all have a lot to learn mm-hmm. about acquiring the knowledge. The boldness, or whatever, to to bring up the fact, hey, to talk to people about their personal relationship with Christ, and uh, would you agree with that?
1: Absolutely, yes. You know, Monterey has a Monterey City has a population of probably around twenty eight hundred people. Yeah. I promise you there's not 2,800 people in church buildings on Sunday mornings. Yeah. So the, the field is ripe unto harvest, but the yeah. laborers are few, and, and that's our vision. We're there to take Jesus to the street, to the community, serve people's needs so that we can earn the right to share Jesus Christ with them and lead them to the Lord, and that's been our vision. We've literally baptized hundreds since we planted eight years ago. This no past kidding. year, the past calendar year of 2021, I think we baptized 36 people.
0: 36 people. Yeah. Wow. And that means these are people who have just recently become Christians, Abs- recently accepted yes. Christ. Yes. Yeah, because I mean, and I know as a pastor you would agree with this. And we have all kinds of people listening to this uh, the show right now. Some people have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Some don't. But even even uh, even Steve in in and what we call the buckle of the Bible mm-hmm. belt. When you start talking to folks about a personal relationship, are you a Christian? Really that it, it, all the time you get what I call a works answer. You know, you right? Say, well, I've yeah, I've never I've never heard anybody. Idea. I work hard, I do this, but that's not what, I mean, you know, we can't be good enough in and of ourselves to receive, it. we can't be bad enough to be kept out, Amen. but it's about trusting in
1: Christ, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely, for by grace are you saved through yeah. faith, and that not of yourselves, yeah. it is the gift of God. It's a
0: gift, it's a gift of God. Thank and, God um, for that. When I, when I start talking to someone about that, I, I always like to talk about, hey, I want you to know, first of all, God loves you.
1: Mm-hmm. God
0: loves you, and you start there, and and you just and and begin to take that conversation as far as will yes. go. But I guess the the message that I want to get across to the audience, and I know you agree, that we have that responsibility, everybody. Everybody living either has a personal relationship with Jesus Christ or they don't right everybody's going to heaven or they're going to hell mm-hmm. and it depends on the decision and choice they make and I'm excited that at hope and christ fellowship that's 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 your vision yes. to reach out to people who've never mm-hmm. made that decision before we
1: uh, We say there's only two kind of people on the planet, regardless of race, gender, ethnicity, there are people who know Christ as Lord and Savior, and there are people who don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior yeah. and our goal is to reach every living, breathing person in Monterey and the Upper Cumberland, as much yeah. as we can, to share the good news of Jesus Christ, because he can save to the uttermost.
0: How did you feel? we got about a minute and a half left in this segment. You stepped in there for the first time planning. it. Well, you, you had the mission church you talked mm-hmm. about. Uh, and you said, okay, here it goes. And you stepped up the first time to preach from that pulpit. Do you do you remember
1: that vividly eight years ago? It was electrifying. <laughs> it was electrifying. <laughs> I love that. Our, our launch service, we had over 200 people in attendance. In Monterey. And we were blown away. Wow. Completely and totally blown away. Wow. We, we still run close to 100 a week. You know, COVID really – hurt a lot of churches yeah. and attendance and such, but but we run about a hundred on a weekly basis, and uh, we have a Wednesday night Bible study and a meal to follow, and we run 75 or 80 people on Wednesday nights. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Today, before I came here, uh, Second Harvest brought us a tractor-trailer load of food with about 12 pallets, and we probably handed out to about 300 families today uh, a trunk full of groceries. So we're actively trying to prove to people we love them in Jesus' name so we can share the gospel with them.
0: They don't. Care how much you know until they know what you care. Absolutely. So the food pantry, the food ministry, is something that you do on a regular basis, there. At Monterey? Yeah,
1: Monterey Mission Center. We do that twice a month on okay. a Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, that, you know, we have we're so blessed in this community. We have so many fine churches and pastors and. And I'm really excited for what's happening at Hope and Cross Fellowship. I want to, uh, when we come back here in just a few seconds, I want to talk about your chaplaincy work too. Yes, because please. you have a lot got a lot going on uh, mm-hmm. in ministry, and uh, and and I look forward to exploring that a little bit with you. Steve Looper is my guest today. We're happy to have you with us. This is the chat. We'll be back in just a moment. We're back on the chat. Happy to have you with us. My guest today is my friend Steve Looper. He's the pastor of Hope and Christ Fellowship in Monterey. And Steve, in addition to pastoring this this church that uh, at you founded uh, about eight years ago, Uh, you, you're, you do, you do chaplaincy work and we take, we takes you cover a lot of miles doing that in Tennessee
1: and Kentucky. Yes, sir. Talk about that a little bit, if you will. So I am what, uh, many call, uh, a bivocational pastor. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, you're always full-time work for, as a pastor at the church. But in addition to that, 11 years ago, I became chaplain with signature healthcare and, uh, I serve as a regional chaplain. I serve in six different buildings, um, Jamestown, Monterey, Cookville, uh Birdstown, Albany, Kentucky, and Tompkinsville, Kentucky. So I have the pleasure of visiting. Cover some ground. Yeah, cover <laughs> some ground, get some windshield time. Uh but that that allows me to minister to about eight hundred grandmas and grandpas wow. in these nursing facilities. And to say that I love them and appreciate them doesn't do it justice. They they bless me much more than I bless them. Mm. It's an honor to serve. Hey,
0: tell me about that. What's a typical uh, when you you, you do you, you? I know you do. You sit down You do like worship services and yes. Bible studies yeah. and and just to what and what a great population. Yeah, what a great population is. And these are people that are that are in nursing and homes and rehab facilities and and uh, and really. A lot of them
1: longed for that opportunity. Oh, yeah. You know, especially post-COVID. Those were probably some of the loneliest people on the planet. Uh, They were totally shut out from friends or families visiting them, and they suffered greatly. So right now, they're extremely hungry. Uh, Typical day, as you mentioned, yesterday I was up in Monroe County, Kentucky, Tompkinsville. Uh, Went room to room and uh, visited around 80. Yeah. Their census was around 80. Uh also minister to the employees, the stakeholders. Yeah. And uh so yesterday afternoon about two o'clock, uh I also play piano. God I, give me that you option. Played piano. Yeah. Oh. So I played piano, we sang four hymns, and then I brought a devotion and then we closed with a hymn and uh you know, you could just see their hearts bursting out of their chests and tears running down their cheeks, singing those old songs and uh, praying wow. with them and sharing Christ with them and what a blessing it is to, to minister with those folks.
0: These folks a lot of them have been raised in church. Oh yes. Uh, they they've they've and they uh, and I know uh having done a little bit of ministry inside an assisted living facility here in, in, in Cookville, um I you know, you go in there to be a blessing mm-hmm. and to encourage but when the service is over I just about float out. Yes. I mean yes. I, I receive a lot <laughs> more than I give, I think. Because those they they come in there and um and you know they're in different states usually. Health. Some people right. are, are pretty healthy, some are not, and some may may not know very much or be very aware. But and I know you you've experienced this too. But you start singing "Amazing Grace." They know the word. They know the word. You words. start singing I'll fly away. they'll <laughs> sing right along with you. Yes. Jesus loves me. Uh and it's it, and they and their countenance changes yes. and they brighten up and it, it just kinda it, it makes their day, but it makes it makes their day even more than that, doesn't it?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. They still have purpose and that's what I constantly remind them of. You know, you, you may be in a nursing facility, you may not get a lot of visitation or company, but God still has a purpose for you, and I encourage them, listen, you minister to those people that's taking care of you. You're you're yeah. here. You're here for a reason. You're here for a purpose. God ain't done with you yet, or you wouldn't be here.
0: That's what I say. You know, and I uh, and, and the singing. We do a lot of it in the service that I'm involved in. And one of these uh, precious ladies there. One day she started singing, "This little light of mine. I'm mm. gonna let it shine." And it's kind of become our theme song. Yes. We sing that first. We sing that last. But I, just like you said, I always remind them, they're there. They may not be feeling the best day to today, but and, and when their spirit leaves their body, they're going to be with the Lord. Absolutely. But right now, they're here. Yeah. And that's true for everybody that's listening. Right. I mean, regardless of where, right now we're here on this earth, and whether you're in an assisted living facility, a nursing home, or you're driving in your car right now or sitting in your home, the guy's got a plan for you and a purpose for you, and you're still here to the Bible says, "Occupy till I come." Absolutely, with purpose and meaning. Uh, talk about that a little bit, because yeah. because God God has a God has
1: a, a job for all of us. Mm-hmm. I'm at Christ. I'm currently preaching through the Book of Ephesians. Oh, and wow. I got to chapter four, and we just kind of set the parking brake and dug in right there, talking about every born again believer has been filled with the Holy Spirit of God. And the Holy Spirit didn't come empty-handed. He brought no. spiritual gifts with him. And as you were saying a while ago, uh, we all have a, a calling. We all have a gifting. And the calling and the giftings is all about being able to share Jesus Christ with others. Yeah. And so we believe if you're breathing, you have purpose. That's it. And so the title of the past few messages I've preached is, What Has God Called, Gifted, and Equipped You to Be and Do? Mm. So we're the body of Christ, right? Yeah. Every born again believer is part of that body, a functioning part of that body. And if we're not, if we don't know what that spiritual giftedness is, we need to be praying and searching and saying, "God, what is it you want me to do in the kingdom?" There at Hope in Christ, uh, I, I have this little saying: "We we don't accept pew <laughs> I love that. Pew pew possum is maybe somebody who's just interested in attending church. Yeah. They're not interested in being part of the church or being functional in the church. They just want to roll in, roll up on a pew, lay there for an hour, and roll back out and go back home. (laughs) Now, we love those folks. Yeah. But we want people plugged in and serving because we all have purpose. And, uh,
0: I had a pastor Steve tell me one time and he said this to the congregation I was in at the time he said, If you really do believe that this is your church home right now and and I'm your pastor and this is where you belong at least at this season in your life, then there's something for you to do inside this fellowship yes and there and and Pastors are always needing help with something. Always. And there's something that – and I agree with it. I mean, I, I, that's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, so we're we're supposed to – number one, everybody needs a church home. Everybody yes. needs a pastor. Everybody needs that kind of covering. Mm-hmm. And then when you when you plug into that point, find some gift, some talent, some ability, maybe something you've never done before. Absolutely. Or maybe something you've done a lot of to, to make a difference inside that fellowship because after all, we're supposed to make a difference in a part of the world that we, we walk are. on every day.
1: We, we we do ministry within and we do mission. Without, yeah, and there's needs inside the church and outside the church. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I'll tell you, you, uh, I, I'm, I'm impressed with the ground you cover and the work you do, the lives that you're touching, the difference that you're making, and uh, you still get a chance to play piano and bass every once in a yes. while. Yes, yeah, you, you I, play I, your I,
1: church up there. I do. do I you? do. Michelle serves as our minister of music. Yeah, and I'm usually playing keyboard unless I can talk someone else into it. But yeah, I'm kind of glued to the keyboard as well.
0: And it all started when you were fifteen years old.
1: Fifteen years playing
0: old. Playing Coleman, playing with Coleman, traveling all over. Yes. God called you to ministry at twenty-five, mm-hmm. uh, and and you said, "Okay, if that's where you want me to go, that's the direction I'm going in." You told your pastor about it. Yeah. Preached your first sermon. You said the next week. Yes. Do You remember what that sermon was?
1: I preached out <laughs> of. Uh, if you
0: do, I'm amazed. Ezekiel. No kidding.
1: God will take the old stony heart out and put a heart of flesh in. That was
0: your first one. That was my first sermon. And it's gone from there. God changes our hearts. And God has been faithful.
1: Amen. Brother, I've got to say this before we go. We have a saying at Hope in Christ. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's all about Jesus. Yes. If we focus on Jesus, everything else will work out, won't it? Amen. Steve, thank you, sir. Thank I you, Dwight. I appreciate much. it. Steve Looper's been my guest today. He's
0: pastor at Hope and Christ Fellowship in Monterey. Get up there and join him sometime. So happy to have had you with us. Join us next time for the chat.